Welcome to the Energia podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Energy Podcast. I'm so excited to be recording again. It's been like a month or three weeks since I put out my last podcast and I have missed it so much. So yeah, I'm super stoked to be back recording and I'm also really excited about this episode today. I love talking about money and it's something that I have worked on a lot over the last seven years. I have really had to clear and transmute and alchemize the money beliefs that I came into this world with and the money beliefs of my parents and my ancestors and I've done a lot and a lot of work on it so I'm super passionate about this topic and I've also been supporting a lot of my clients on this topic at the moment as well so I yeah I'm super keen to be sharing these words with you before we get into the podcast I just want to say a few things that probably just need to be said before talking about money I know this can be a really triggering and like fueled topic for people Um, and I also know that there's a lot of really shitty information going around about money and money manifestation and I don't want this podcast to be that. And so I just want to say, like, firstly, I am not a financial consultant. This is not financial advice. I am not a professional in money and um, finance and investing and any of that stuff. I am just speaking to my experience and the experience of my clients and what I have experienced and seen firsthand. This topic is about money energetics and the energy of money and manifesting money. If you're like in deep financial trouble or in debt, this podcast is definitely not going to be your ticket out of that. And you need to get super honest with yourself about where you're at and seek out the appropriate professional financial support to help you move through that. Secondly, I just want to say also that this is a podcast on money, not abundance. I hate that these two 
topics have kind of become one and like intertwined in the personal development and um, spiritual development manifestation world, whatever. Money is a part of abundance, just like everything else in life is a part of abundance. You can have an abundance of money. You can have an overflow of money, just like you can have abundance of everything else. But the true concept of abundance, like the vibration and the definition and the belief system around abundance is actually about overflow, having an overflow of things. The concept has been so confused and the overlap is the reason that so many people don't feel abundant because this overlap of these two things makes people think like, well, if I don't have a certain amount of money, well, I'm not abundant. And that's such a big problem because that's not what abundance is all about. Abundance is a concept that taps you in to the essence and the vibration of overflow and understanding how to cultivate that overflow by understanding how to tap into that belief system, into that energy. If you would like to go a little bit deeper on the concept of abundance and why it is separate to money and the topic of money, I have a really beautiful free three-day activation healing journey on that you can access through my Instagram through the link in my bio. And this deep dive that I did is a really eye-opening look and take on the true concept of abundance and how that is cultivated in one's life. And also we go through some really powerful healings with archangels and goddess Isis um, to help you begin to unlock that vibration of abundance within you and also dissolve some of the blocks that you may be experiencing to um, on your journey to cultivating true abundance within you. Thirdly, when talking about money, manifesting money, we can't ignore the fact that to be in a position where we even have the ability and the nervous system capability and the resources to be learning about this concept and practicing this concept means that we have a certain amount of privilege, a privilege that so many other people don't have. This topic of money comes with a plethora of systemic and collective issues about the distribution of wealth in this world. It is a huge problem and we can acknowledge that. And I'm not going to harp on about this, but what I want to say is that if you're in a position in your life where you can manifest money and you have the resources and time and ability to be practicing this actively and to be learning about this, I really hope that you take some of the money that you manifest and you donate it to someone who can't, someone who is less fortunate of you than you. I hope that if you have an abundance of money and an abundance of time that you volunteer some of your time and you give back and you be of service and you seek out those in need of monetary support And you give them some of your money with absolutely no expectation in return. There are so many charities and fundraisers and ways that you can donate that money that you've so beautifully manifested and then give back to those who aren't in the same position as as us. And I think that is just such an important thing that needs to be said and often I'm going to say is ignored when this money manifesting shiny 
bullshit is like posted all over Instagram. So have a think about that. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but it's as simple as taking 10% of what you've manifested and making this really beautiful intention to give that money back to those who need it. Okay, with all of that really important stuff said, it's time to get into today's episode. So in today's episode, I am going to be speaking to the most common energetic contradictions that I see and that I have also experienced around money manifestation. I actually spoke about this on an Instagram post and I got so much engagement, so I decided to make it into a podcast with more thorough explanation of all the points so that you guys can actually really begin to see where in your life you're making these, you're like engaging in these contradictions and how you can actually um, begin to flip these and work in alignment with what you're trying to manifest. So an energetic contradiction is when something you're, where you're trying to manifest something by aligning to the energy of it, but you keep doing and saying things that vibrate at the opposite energetic frequency of your desire. So you're literally contradicting your manifestation with your energy, with what you're doing and what you're saying. Now, creating more wealth in your life is the same as any other manifestation. For it to occur in a way that is long-term and consistent and sustainable, It takes a lot more than just saying affirmations into the mirror or visualizing yourself as a millionaire or doing those surface level manifestation tools. Now, those tools are absolutely incredible, but they are incredible when they are paired with the subconscious reprogramming and belief system work and the practical inspired action that needs to be taken in order for you to manifest more wealth into your life and to change those belief systems so you can identify as someone who manifests money easily, not someone who is trying to manifest money easily. Money is an energy like every single other thing on this earth in this universe is energy. And the only reason it feels like it's harder to manifest than other things and the reason it's on this pedestal is because our society and our environment and our parents have imprinted us with so many limiting subconscious beliefs around money. Most of us have been imprinted with scarcity and lack trauma beliefs and energies from our generational lineage. And generational trauma often goes unnoticed because you really have to actively choose to heal it to even know that it's there. Now, these deep subconscious wounds that I'm talking about, they live underneath the surface. Our subconscious beliefs run 95% of our life. We manifest from our subconscious beliefs. So if there are deep uncovered money wounds, which most of us have, most of the world has, it is of course going to be harder to manifest money into your life because you're consistently going up against these deep rooted belief systems. So it's not that it's harder to manifest, it's that most people have such deep wounds around money that they're not even aware of, of, aware of. So as they try and engage in this money manifesting process, nothing is happening for them. Whereas if you're trying to manifest like a new jumper or something so simple, it's so easy because you have no subconscious beliefs that are blocking you bringing in this jumper. So I just wanna make that really clear. When we begin to understand that money is no different than any other energy, 
it begins to make this process a lot easier. Now, if you're finding it really, really difficult, it's not because you can't manifest money. It's because your subconscious blocks and your identity around money are not aligning. So you really need to do that investigation in there and see how you can heal those and reprogram those. The other thing that needs to be said as well is that when we're trying to manifest money, I think there is a bit of like misconception that manifesting money is about just manifesting like a random number into your bank account or like winning the lottery or just something really random happening and you just end up with a lump sum of money. Now, don't get me wrong, like that happens. Definitely that happens. But in terms of like long-term and sustainable money manifestation, being someone who identifies as money coming easily to them and money being consistently available to them, the way that the money manifests and the way that the money comes through is that you begin to receive ideas and perspectives and synchronicities and opportunities where you're able to make money. It's not always going to be just a random sum of money coming into your bank account. A lot of the time, it's actually quite subtle. And if you're just expecting it to be like a random sum of money in your bank account, you can actually miss the whole fact that you've been manifesting money. Sometimes there's going to be things you have to do to get that money. It might be a period of time before the money that you really desire is coming in. So be aware to the fact that as you're going on a money manifesting journey, increasing your wealth, that it's not always going to be easy. It might be that you do have to put in some work, more work. It might be a solution that just gets you money that you need in the meantime, but it might not be a long-term or amazing solution that you want. I think that it can come across as like really easy, like rainbows and sunshines. And, you know, I will say, yes, sometimes it is. And that is beautiful. But if you're trying to manifest money that you need ASAP, sometimes that's going to come through in a way that might not have been as what you desired, but you're getting the money anyway. So in any situation where you're being given the opportunity to increase your level of wealth, We need to really be grateful for that and grateful for those situations because the more gratitude that you can cultivate for that, the more of those situations that will come to you. Okay, so let's kick off with my favorite contradiction and the one that I see the most. Now, this is wanting to live an abundant existence throughout all areas of your life. So cultivating abundance of money, cultivating abundance of fun, adventure, of love, of literally just an abundant life. Yet only viewing abundance through the perspective of money and being ignorant and dismissive of all the abundance that exists around you. Choosing to feel abundant only when you have surpassed a certain monetary number and feeling in deep lack when you experience a money ebb or a money dip. Now, this is what I call being conditionally abundant. When you only view your abundance, like I said, through the lens of money, and then when you have a certain amount of money in your bank account, you're like, yes, I'm so abundant. Life is beautiful. Everything is good. I'm such an abundant person. And then as soon as that money begins to dip, just going straight into, oh, I'm in lack. I don't have enough. 
all of that whole story. So you're consistently going up and down and up and down in this um, abundant state. And it's very conditional. Now, if you go through a money dip and you don't understand this holistic concept of abundance, then when you're in that money dip, you're going to be vibrating at the energy of lack because you won't be able to see beyond that money dip. You're just consistently thinking, I'm in lack, I'm in lack, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, and I won't have enough until this money comes back. So when you're trying to find a solution to this money dip and bring in more money into your life so you can get out of this, um, out of this position that you're in, because you're stuck in the energy of lack, you're not a vibrational match to the solution. You're not a vibrational match to an abundance of solutions because you've decided that you're not abundant. Now, that is a contradiction. To be in alignment, you would have to cultivate a strong holistic concept of abundance. And then when you experience your money dip, you can lean on this vibration of overflow, on this knowledge of this, the true essence of abundance. So you're already vibrating at abundance and then you're a vibrational match to an abundance of solutions to your money dip or your money decrease. You can attract the solution from a place of regulation, openness and expansive thinking. If you're on a money dip and all you can think about is how much money you don't have well, the only thing you can attract is more of that same experience, more of that same energy. But when you experience a money dip and instead of going into that lack mindset, you adopt an abundance mindset, which is there is an overflow of ideas, perspectives, solutions, and opportunities for me to get out of this situation. Well, then that is what you're going to attract within you. So this is a question to ask yourself. When my money dips... Or if I'm in a money dip right now, what is the mindset that I'm occupying? Am I occupying an abundant mindset? Am I choosing to see that there is a limitless pool of solutions for me? Or am I just saying that there is no solution? I don't want to know what to do and I don't have enough. The important thing to note here is that the fact that you are in a money dip does not change Every time you affirm or how much you worry about how much you're in a money dip, it is what it is. That's a fact. Now, if you can take your focus off that situation and just accept that that's a fact and put all of your energy to, okay, how can I change this? What is available to me? How can I be a vibrational match to uh, abundance of possibilities and solutions if you put all your energy on, okay, how can I get out of this? Then that is where your energy is going to go. Rather than just consistently focusing on the fact that you are in a dip or you don't have enough and getting frustrated and angry at that situation. This brings me really perfectly into my next energetic contradiction. And this one is desiring more money in your life. So trying to manifest more money into your life, more wealth but consistently affirming, I'm so broke, saying things like, I don't have any money, it's so fucking expensive, and engaging in conversations which highlight your lack of resources in a disempowering way. Now, I think we can all think back to times and conversations and situations where we consistently affirm our lack of 
money or having less money than we desire by saying things such as, I'm so broke or that's so expensive. It's not fair. I just don't have enough money. I'm so shit with money. Like just talking about the way that you handle money in a really negative and disempowering way. I'm not saying that we need to like just turn all that into a positive affirmation and pretend that our money situation is different. It's about talking about that in a factual, open and curious way. So for example, you, if you don't have the money for something, instead of saying, oh, I can't afford it, it's not fair, it's too expensive, like that whole story, you could say something like, I know I don't have the resources right now, but I'm prepared to do what it takes to turn this situation around. I actually have a whole Instagram post on um, my page of like 10 slides of things you can say other than I can't afford it and I'm so broke. Our words are spells. Everything we say holds a certain vibration. Now, if you're consistently affirming I'm so broke and I'm so shit with money and everything is so expensive and I can't afford it and all of that, well, that is the energy that you're reinforcing in your life. If you want to change your monetary situation around, Think about the vibration of the words that you're saying. Find a different, more empowering way to speak about what you're experiencing. Speak the facts without creating a story around it. I know that right now I don't have the money in my bank account that I need for X or whatever it is that you want, but it's okay because I'm working on improving this. There is always a more empowering more factual way to describe the situation that you're in. And we're not trying to, like I said, make it into a positive affirmation and spiritually bypass what we're going through. It's about looking at how can I just improve the vibration of what I'm saying? Improving it is going from a story of fear, shame, lack, guilt, all of that, and just moving into acceptance and courage and neutrality. Once you bounce to there, then from there, you can keep moving further up the vibrational scale. This is one that I find like triggers a thought in people where they realize, you know, they've been engaging in disempowering conversations or just like without even realizing, really affirming, you know, as a, even as a joke, oh, I'm so broke, I'm so broke. So take a think about the way that you're speaking about your monetary situation and see how you can perhaps bring in a more open and factual and empowering way to talk about your money situation. Okay, so this next one is one that is really close to my heart because if you'd listened to the podcast I did on manifestation ins and outs with my friends Tori and Sarah, You would have heard me talk about how last year I went through one of the biggest money dips that I've had in ages and I was really confused about what's going on and because I have such a strong money mindset, instead of freaking out, I was able to look at the situation in a neutral way and think, okay, why is this happening? What do I need to learn here? So I tuned into my spirit guides And I was like, can you guys please tell me what is going on and how I need to learn from this? And they were saying that you're desiring to be wealthy, yet you don't know anything about money. 
money comes in, money goes, you manifest it, you don't keep it, you're not saving it, you're not really handling money like a wealthy person would. So by being in this money dip, you're forced to get really creative and um, efficient with the money that you do have and learn about money so that when more money comes in, you're able to handle it and it doesn't just go out of your bank account as fast as it came in. And I'm thinking, wow, that's actually so, so smart. And so this brings me to my next contradiction. So you're trying to manifest an increased level of wealth, yet you're feeling uneducated, unsure, and clueless about money, and you're not taking any steps to change your level of knowledge and education around money. That is such an energetic contradiction because wealthy people know how to manage their money. They know how to manage their money when it's in a dip. They know how to manage their money when it's in abundance. So if you're desiring to be wealthy, yet you don't know anything about money and you're not taking any steps to change that, you're directly contradicting this manifestation. Now, to be in alignment with this manifestation, you would be empowering yourself by using the infinite amount of resources, and there's so many free resources as well, available to you to educate you on how to be a financially savvy and wealthy individual. Doing things like listening to podcasts, reading books about money, watching YouTube videos, attending webinars, seminars, workshops, hiring an accountant, like speaking to people who have the level of wealth that you desire and asking them how they manage their money, like putting your time and effort into really immersing yourself into the world so you can get all of this knowledge that you didn't have before. For me, the things that really helped with educating myself around money is I bought the book, She's on the Money. I listened to that podcast. I was like seeking out money podcasts on like investing. Um, I learned how best to structure my bank accounts and I also got an accountant for my business and then I utilized the profit first method for my business, which completely changed everything around. Now, all of this happened while I was in a massive money dip. And once I had the adequate knowledge to get me going and I put things into place, my money situation completely turned around. So if you are desiring more money in your life and you're trying to manifest more money, but you don't know anything about how best to budget, how best to use your bank accounts, about taxes, investing, all of that, Well, you've got a really beautiful assignment here. You've got some really beautiful inspired action that you can take. Money becomes easier once you understand how to use it, how to manage it, how to navigate it. It is really um, a lot easier for you to regulate your nervous system around money when you understand how to manage the money that you have with you and make the most of it. Having this knowledge is also just so empowering. Like when we feel good about something, we attract it effortlessly into our lives. And I feel so much more confident and proud of myself and just really um, safe knowing that I understand money better and that through that understanding, I've brought more money in. And it's something that you can really never stop learning about. So having that money intelligence is such a beautiful, aligned, inspired action to take to help you bring in that increased level of wealth. 
So the next one I want to talk about is when you're trying to manifest more money, more wealth into your life. And as you are trying to manifest this and as you're in that process, you're noticing that you're engaging engaging in consistent lack and scarcity loops, which are, you know, really negatively influencing you, causing you stress. And rather than doing something about it, you just go into that victim mindset, you don't take any action, you just allow those lack and scarcity thought loops to continue happening without noticing them and going, okay, I'm trying to manifest something and my brain is literally telling me the opposite of everything that I'm trying to manifest. So instead of taking action on it and beginning to understand what I need to do, I'm just going to sit in them and allow them to happen. I'm just going to participate in these in these thought loops. That is a direct contradiction to your manifestation because what we know about manifestation is that when we're trying to bring something into our life, the universe will present us with the subconscious wounds that we need to heal in order to bring this manifestation into our life. So if you're wanting to bring more money in, but you're stuck in these scarcity and lack loops, it's not a um, invitation to fall into victim mindset. It's not happening because you're not worthy of manifesting money. It's because the universe is saying, okay, this is what you want. Well, this is what you need to heal to get there. So to be in alignment with your manifestation, it would be looking and observing these um, loops, these scarcity and lack loops and behaviors and saying, okay, I need to take action on healing these. I need to reprogram these belief systems. I need to heal this energy. I need to understand exactly where these are coming from and take the action to change them. Now, by putting that energy out there and by focusing on healing these wounds and reprogramming this belief systems, well, then you are in alignment with your money manifestation. You're taking inspired action on it. If you're in a position where you're not financially able to pay for support, like I said before, there are so many beautiful podcasts that you can listen to on um, healing these beliefs. There are a lot of free resources online as well, like free EFT tapping scripts for money. There is like an abundance of free resources and healings and meditations that can get you started on your journey. Now, once you start um, participating in the process by doing what you can at the time, so that might just be free resources, you're already going to be in the um, energy of healing these wounds. Therefore, you can only begin attracting money. And then when you have the money that you desire and that you need, you can call in the paid support if that's something that you're looking for. There is always a place that you can start. And the most beautiful thing about the time that we live in is that there is free resources for literally everything and anything. Some of my favorite ones are on the Insight Timer Insight Timer app. And if you search meditations, there is so, so many meditations on healing an abundance of different things. And this is a really good place for you to start. So if you're desiring more money in your life and you keep coming up against these like negative belief systems around money and um, lack and scarcity thought loops, 
or you begin to realize as well that the way that you're thinking is similar to the way your parents thought, that's a really big indication that their energy and their beliefs are impacting you. So it's time to go on a journey to clear those. This is where we see the most progress because when you begin to clear these subconscious wounds, you begin to see the world in a completely different place. You begin to understand that lack and scarcity around money is not the belief system that you came into this world with. It has been inherited and programmed by what is going on around you. If you're not sure where to start on all of this, this is where I would begin. Because like I said, this is the place, this is the starting point where I see the most improvement and that I have experienced the biggest change within my life. This next one is a bit of a juicy one um, and so relevant to the age of Aquarius that we're in now because in this age of Aquarius, there's like so much paradigm shifting action going on and a lot of people desire to manifest their um, own and unique income portals that are not in the mainstream way of earning money. The mainstream way of earning money is a paradigm that is really beginning to fall away. And I mean, we've seen that through the rise of like YouTubers and influencers, like the way that we can make money in this day and age is so different from the way that it was 20 years ago, 10 years ago, things are changing. For many people, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, there is this deep desire to become a vibrational match to your own way, your unique way of earning money that is supporting you and your soul desires and your energy and just the person that you are. Now, a contradiction to this that I see so often is desiring this unique and aligned income portal, but then judging others for the way they make their money and the way they spend their money. Now, what this can look like is, for example, you're really trying to, like I said, manifest your own unique income portals, but then you see a certain coach or influencer or someone online who is doing their thing and making money and, you know, living their best life, quote unquote, and you... Uh, judging them, perhaps you're making fun of them behind their back to like your friends, you're looking at their page and you're thinking, oh my God, I can't believe they spend their money on that. You're just really spending your energy judging the way that they have manifested their unique and aligned income portals. Judging someone for doing what you desire to do is such a block from you manifesting that. Now, that's not to say that there's not a lot of people online making money in ways that are maybe a bit unsavory or the way that they spend their money is, you know, not in the best interest of the environment or of this world or whatever it is. But that is not your business. That is not your problem. And every time you spend energy on that, on judgment and on those low vibrational energies, you're taking away energy that you could be using on creating your unique income portals it can be it can feel like you're doing the right thing if you're like maybe leaving negative comments on this person's page or judging them but really you're 
that sort of input is not going to change that person's behavior. That's not your responsibility to change their behavior. Your responsibility is to look at the way that you can create those income portals for yourself and do so in a way that is in alignment and of a higher level of consciousness. You can perhaps use that influencer's way of doing things and look at it and say, okay, I don't agree with that, so I'm not going to do that. And then transmute that energy into like a positive way that you're going to use your money and create your money in your life. So to be in alignment with the manifestation of creating your own unique and aligned income portals, you can stay in your own lane and focus on how you can be the most aligned, compassionate version of yourself the way that you choose to heal, the inspired action you choose to take, the resources you choose to take in, the courses that you're doing. Focus on you rather than focusing on what others are doing and judging them for it. You can create the most positive change by being the most heart-centered, conscious version of yourself and that energy will filter outwards. Your responsibility is to focus on what you can control and in order to create those unique and aligned income portals, it's about listening to the essence of your own soul, of your own heart and that happens when we're in those heart-centered states of consciousness, not when we're in states of judgment. Judgment only breeds more judgment but being inquisitive and introspective and heart-centered is always going to make you a vibrational match for more of that energy. This leads really well into my next contradiction. And this is when you're trying to manifest uh, more money into your life so you can have and experience the things you desire, yet seeing someone else who is experiencing that, who has the things that you desire, who perhaps has the lifestyle that you really want, And feeling jealous of that person, but absorbing that jealousy as fuel for a victim story, like it's not meant to me, or it's unfair, or they don't have the same struggles that I do, that whole story. Now, it's really important to note that jealousy is not a bad feeling. It can be a negative um, experience if you take a really low vibrational action on that jealousy and use it to, like I say, get in those really low victim mindset states. But jealousy is really a important tool for understanding the things that we desire in life. So if you're trying to manifest more money and more wealth so you can have whatever it is that you desire, you can use those feelings of jealousy in a really aligned way. Use it as fuel for taking proactive action to achieve your goals. Now that action and that energy is going to align you with what what you're trying to manifest. But when you get caught in those victim mindsets of it's not meant for me or it's unfair or they don't have the same struggles that I do or all of that, you're only creating a breeding ground for more of that energy. You're just affirming what is and what is not possible for you. I love using jealousy as a beautiful way to fuel me, as for me to say, okay, if I feel triggered by that, if that makes me jealous, that must mean I really want that. Okay, how can I get it? 
Thank you, whoever this person was, for showing me what I desire. Thank you for reminding me what is possible for me because I see what is out there. How can I get this? I then put all my energy, okay, how can I manifest this? How can I bring it into my life? What is available for me? Show me, universe, how I can bring this into my life. Don't shy away from jealousy. Smile when you see it. Invite it in. Respond to it, but don't react to it. That's the real big key difference here. When you can respond to jealousy by taking action, rather than reacting to it and getting caught in these low vibrational states, then you are further in a manifest you are further in alignment with your manifestation and that amount of wealth or money that you're trying to bring into your life. The next energetic contradiction I want to talk about definitely rings true to me because this is something that I went through and that I experienced and it taught me like literally the most important lessons about money manifesting ever. So this one is wanting to manifest being out of debt or getting yourself out of a negative financial situation and thinking that you can spiritually bypass it or ignore it with money affirmations, visualizations, vision boards, like just trying to get out of debt using manifesting. Now, the reason that this one... um, hits home for me is because probably about five years ago, I maybe longer now, six years ago, I was in like really bad debt, like $15,000 of credit card debt. I had three credit cards. I had like the bank sending me letters and it was out of control. And I felt like I couldn't tell anyone because I didn't want my parents to get angry at me. And I just, yeah, I had just really got myself into a massive debt And also a really negative financial situation because like all the bills were overdue and I was just getting letters and letters and calls and I had no idea what I was going to do. Now around this time, I was also going through a breakup and naturally when you're kind of going through a breakup, you begin to like seek out things that are going to make you feel better. And so I had begun dipping my toes into the manifestation world. And this is where I came across all that money manifesting um, stuff on the internet um, that is like really shiny and like you can just manifest any amount of money that you want. This is so easy. And I was, of course, bought into it because I was in such a vulnerable state. What happened was I just totally thought I could get out of debt by doing all these money manifestation practices and saying these affirmations and visualizing myself as a millionaire and putting a million dollars on my vision board and like all that stuff that you guys would have seen before and thinking that that was all I had to do. And of course, it definitely did not get me out of debt and it made the situation even worse. And it got to a point where I thought, okay, fuck, like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to get in alignment with getting out of debt? Now, what got me into alignment was that I stopped all like the pretty money manifestation stuff for a bit and I went back to like what is simple and unglamorous and that was using a hands-on practical approach with the appropriate financial resources and support. So like I called a deadline and they led me to a website which led me to a spreadsheet and I was able to use that spreadsheet to put in all my information about my debt and the money I had coming in and figure out how I was going to pay it all off. And I used that spreadsheet for like two to three years, even when I wasn't in debt, because it taught me so much about how to manage my money, 
that situation that I was in is the reason that I can manifest money so well and I do have a really good relationship with money because I learned so so much and I'm so grateful for that experience Um, and I say that all the time without being in that debt experience I would not be where I am today so if this is you and you're in this situation and you're trying to lean more on the manifesting side of things to get out of that situation You have to see that like that's just spiritually bypassing your situation. If you really want to be in alignment with someone who gets out of debt, well, then your first, I guess, first thing you need to do is look at the reality of your situation, get yourself organized, get yourself educated, and then use those manifestation techniques in accordance and in conjunction with that more unglamorous hands-on stuff. So what I was doing was once I had kind of got my spreadsheet under control and I kind of knew where everything was going, instead of visualizing myself as a millionaire or saying affirmations about being a millionaire or you know being free and open to receive money and all of that stuff, I started using manifestation tools that were focused on being the person, being the sort of person who pays off debt. Not even the sort of person who has no debt. It's I am the sort of person who gets themselves out of debt. So I would visualize my spreadsheet going down to zero. I would say affirmations about my debt going down. So every single day I would say, today my debt is getting even closer to zero. Every day I am paying off my debt even more. Every day I am contributing to my debt. I am focused on this goal. So using these like positive reinforcements and manifestation techniques were a really beautiful accompaniment to that more practical financial work I was doing. And it was those two things together that really got me out of debt and really allowed me to completely change my relationship with money. So it's not that one of these techniques is better than the other because they're so, so powerful. But for a situation like debt, it's really important that you get real with it, um, hold yourself accountable, and then adjust your manifestation practices, your money manifestation practices to suit your identity at that time. And then once you're out of debt, you can begin changing and upgrading those manifestation practices to be more suitable to the identity you are that you hold and that you occupy after you've got yourself out of debt. This next energetic contradiction is desiring to end the feast and famine cycle of having money and then having no money and then having money and then having no money, yet being oblivious to the symptoms of nervous system dysregulation when you have a surplus of money. This is one that I really see commonly with my business clients um, and again, one that I've gone through as well. So the feast and famine cycle, like I touched on, is when you're monetary pattern in your life is like having money then having no money having money then having no money having money then having no money so you're going in these up and down patterns of the way money is coming into your life and then when money comes into your life without even realizing you dysregulate because you're not used to having that amount of money you get overstimulated overexcited and then that money seems to go quicker than you could even realize Now, we all have this thing called a money ceiling, and it's a certain amount of money in our bank account that we feel really comfortable with holding. 
Now, everyone probably has a number that they can imagine. And when we go below that number, we begin to stress out. And when we go above that number, we're not really comfortable being above it. So we'll spend it or we'll unconsciously attract situations that we ha- of things that we have to spend money on, like the car breaking down or something breaking. And it gets us back to that number. And you're consistently kind of hovering around this number going a little bit below it or a little bit above it and you can't push through this money ceiling. Now, what this takes and how you get through this is it's about being able to regulate your nervous system holding higher amounts of money than you're used to and this takes practice. So for me and what I have recommended to my clients and has been really successful for them is that when you get to that money ceiling adding on like another two or $300 and just holding that, say your money ceiling is uh, $2,000, then just holding it at 2,300 for like a week and saying, I'm not gonna spend anything that gets me below 2,300. I'm just gonna keep myself at that 2,300 number and see how it feels to hold that amount of money in my bank account. Now, of course, if you have bills and things like that, you, you work around that. But the premise of it is that Each week and each month, you try and increase that baseline, that money ceiling, so you're able to feel comfortable holding more and more and more amounts of money. Now, how you would be in alignment with desiring to end the feast and famine cycle, well, like I said, practicing that money ceiling and working on that, but also understanding how to have a responsible plan for your income and times of money surplus and educating yourself on how to spend, invest and save your money so you are safe with it and you're having fun with it at the same time. When I was manifesting more wealth into my life and like I touched on earlier, so I had a really massive income dip and my spirit guides were like, well, we want you to learn how to be smart with money and then more money will be flowing into your life. And what I learned at that time was how to actually organize my money and my bank accounts so that when money, when a surplus of money comes in, that money is actually going to places where I can save it and I actually know how much I can spend. So rather than that money just going on random stuff and then me being back down below my money ceiling, I can actually see where my money is going and that feels really, really good to me and it feels like progressive and it makes me feel empowered. So the way that you can combat a money surplus situation is by understanding how best to organize your bank accounts and organize your money and have a plan for when that money is going to come in so you don't just go rogue and end up spending it on you know, a whole lot of random stuff um, that you don't need and then you kind of get back into that feast and famine cycle. This next one is probably one of the lessons that has really improved my relationship with money and allowed me to hold really strong subconscious belief systems around money. And this one is about desiring or manifesting freedom around money by having a neutral approach to it. So manifesting being the sort of person who is not activated by money, it's just a neutral energy towards it. But believing that money is going to save your life and thinking and worrying that money ebbs and flows are not normal. Now, what this means is that When we have a neutral energy towards money, we are neither activated by it or stressed out by it or overstimulated by it. 
it just is. It's kind of like looking at a tree. The tree is just a tree. There is nothing that stresses us out about it or nothing that <clears throat> is overstimulating about it. It just is. And when we have a neutral energy towards things, we're able to deal with them in a way that's like really logical and simple and easy. And a lot of people desire freedom around money. And I mean, like I think all of us do and freedom to um, work with it in a way that is not stressful. Yet underneath that desire, they have this belief that money is going to save their life and that money ebbs and flows are not normal. So it's the belief system that if you are good at manifesting money, you will always have a surplus of money and money will never be um, not available to you. And it's just going to be completely coming in and there's never going to be an ebb. It's just always flowing, flowing, flowing. And that is not the truth. Money has a natural cycle. It ebbs and flows like everything else in this world. And it has to. That's just the way energy works. For new energy to come in, energy has to be taken out. And it is a very normal part of the money cycle that money ebbs and flows. So when we have a neutral approach to money, it's looking at those ebbs and flows without getting stressed. It's just like, okay, things are ebbing. What do I need to do in this ebb? What action do I need to take? Okay, things are flowing. Beautiful. I know exactly how to manage my money. So I have enough to hold me when I move back into an ebb. It all really comes back to that money education. And then the other part of that is, is wanting to be neutral and money. And then, like I said, having this belief system that money is going to save your life. Money just amplifies the sort of person that you already are. So if you are really activated around money, having more money is going to make you more activated. If you have get really stressed around money and you want to hoard it all, well, when you have more money, you're going to do exactly the same thing. So desiring a neutral approach to money and freedom around money takes time and it takes practice and it takes education. Even the most wealthy people experience ebbs and flows with money and it's a part of its natural cycle and it's okay and normal to experience times of worry and stress over this. And by worry and stress, I don't mean like full-fledged nervous system dysregulation. I mean like worried enough that you're like, okay, I need to take some action on this. Okay, I notice that there's an ebb going on. What do I need to do? What do I need to look at? What is out of alignment or out of balance in my life or in my business that is causing this? When you're able to have this more neutralized approach, you can access the answers and solutions that you're looking for rather than when you're in a completely activated state you're in fight or flight and it's very difficult to get to the solutions that you need in that state. You can experience intermittent worries about money while still having a consistent energetic vibration to money overflow. And I think that's a misconception as well, that when you have a good money mindset, that you never worry or, or think about money. And that is not is not true at all. It means that Underneath those worries, you have a strong and firm subconscious belief system around money. And the way that I will relate that to is like, I'll use myself as an example here. So I hold the belief system that money is always available to me when I need it. And that is something I believe so, so strongly. And that is my underlying belief system and identity with money. Now, 
when I go through periods in my business where the money is, I've noticed a decrease in sales or I'm going through a dip or I've had a lot of bills come out at one time, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a bit uncomfortable. That's interesting. Okay, what what's going on here? Of course, I'm going to have a moment of being a little bit like, oh, this feels a little bit sticky. This feels a little bit weird. Okay, I want to check in on this and I'm going to act on this so it doesn't um, get out of hand or I don't get behind the situation. It doesn't change my belief system that I believe money is always available to me. It just means that in our day-to-day, we're going to experience emotions that sometimes we can't control. But when you have a really solid foundation and identity with specific things, especially money, you're able to notice those emotions and diffuse them with your natural state of being, with your identity around money, with your belief system. But if your underlying belief system about money is money is not available to me and money is hard and stressful, when you experience these emotions, you don't have a solid foundation to diffuse them from. So then these emotions get heightened and heightened and more and more of them begin to circle because that underlying foundation and programming is not there to support really bringing that um, emotion down and bringing it back to your core identity and core beliefs. That's why it all comes back down to working on those subconscious belief systems that you hold around money reprogramming them at the core so that when these intermittent worries come up and these ebbs and flows, you can observe that you're having heightened emotions, but you don't identify with them. You can observe them from a distance. You can be the watcher of your thoughts, the watcher of your emotions, and then work through and take the appropriate action to diffuse those emotions and come back to being who you are at your core, which is all your subconscious belief systems. I know that when we begin to work on this and when we begin to take all in this take in all this new information and begin understanding and applying it to our own life, it could seem like really overwhelming and like there is so much to do and I'd really just recommend that you begin by observing the way that your nervous system relates to money. If you were to close down your eyes and just bring the thought of money to the forefront of your consciousness, how is your body reacting? Like, can you feel your heart rate speeding up? Do you begin to feel stressed and worried? Do certain thoughts or visuals or memories come through your mind? Like, how is your body actually relating and feeling to money? That is a beautiful place to start because you're getting that important feedback and that data to begin working with. So the first step in this journey of yours is to diffuse that nervous system response to the concept of money. There are a lot of ways that you can do this. My favorite and free way to begin um, addressing this is with EFT tapping. So like I said earlier in the podcast, there are so many free money tapping scripts online. I know there's like books and eBooks that you can download. And this is a process that 
allows that initial nervous system trigger and response to begin to defuse. And through repetition of this practice, you really begin teaching your body to remain calm around the concept and the thought of money so that you can begin taking action on what needs to happen for you to begin bringing in an increased amount of wealth within your life. Once your nervous system response is regulated, then you can spend time in meditation, you can spend time journaling, thinking about what your core money beliefs are. And your core money belief would be, you know, just closing down your eyes and asking your body, what do you think about money? What do you believe about money? And you really allow those thoughts and that feedback to come to the surface. If you're not able to receive any feedback, a really good way to understand the way you feel about money is to see how you feel about the sentence, money is easy. And if your automatic thought is, no, it's not, well, then you know that one of your core belief systems around money is money is hard. You can look at positive money statements and you can find these online looking at positive money affirmations. And say them out loud and see how your body responds to them. If your body begins to tense up or you feel triggered, you have that data that that, that those belief systems that you're holding are not in alignment with more positive and expansive money belief systems. Another really beautiful way to start investigating your subconscious beliefs around money is to take a deep dive back into your childhood and think, how did your parents talk about money? How did they interact with money? How was money spoken about in your home? What sort of life did your grandparents live? What do you know about your ancestors? Like, did they grow up in abundant, in an abundance of money or were they a byproduct of um, households of poverty and of low income? Just start by taking in all this data. You don't have to do anything with it just yet. You just begin collating all this information. And this is really how you develop this beautiful sense of self-awareness. Because when you have awareness of what is happening within you, it's when you start realizing the way that you react to things or the things that trigger you. And you begin to have these light bulb moments about why you are the way that you are and why you think the way that you think. And it is through awareness that we can begin to cultivate cultivate change and freedom. And then once you have that awareness and you have that data, you're really beginning to be in the energy of someone that is healing their money mindset. And you will find beautiful synchronicities, opportunities and ideas and things coming into your field that are furthering this journey that you're already on of healing your money mindset. You might find that it's time to engage in working with a healer or a money coach. You might invest in a course or you might hire an accountant for your business or you might begin doing specific subconscious reprogramming so you can get on that healing journey. But you don't have to worry about taking 100 million steps. Just follow these easy first steps, which is assess the nervous system response. Then from there, begin collating the data that is coming up for you. And once you have done those two things, I can guarantee that 
placed into your field, into your physical reality, will be the tools that you need to really begin healing these money manifest, these money belief systems so you can be on your path to manifesting more money and wealth in your life and really diffuse some of the blocks to getting there. The one thing I want to touch on before I finish up this podcast is have a think about what sort of money you're trying to manifest. And what I mean by that is, are you in a situation where you needing money is life or death? Like you actually don't have enough money to meet your basic needs and get by? Well, if that is your situation, your energy is best spent taking the inspired action and just doing whatever you can to bring in more money right now because that is a direct need of yours. You might have to take the inspired action to cut out what needs to be cut out, to let go of unnecessary expenses. You might have to do things that feel messy and don't feel amazing and maybe are unfavorable just because you need to bring that money into your life now. Now that's less of a expansive money manifest money manifesting journey and that is just a intelligent use of your energy and being a intelligent individual around money now if you're not desperate for money if it's not a life and death situation then you are contradicting your manifestation process by consistently saying and acting like you I need money I need money and creating this like really unnecessary pressure on it the moment that you tell your body that you need something your body goes into like panic mode because it feels like it needs that thing to survive and when we're needing to survive we go into fight or flight so by consistently affirming or thinking or feeling frustrated because you need this money you're beginning to vibrate at the opposite vibration of that money. You're beginning to enter an energy of lack. You're beginning to enter an energy of fear. It's really important that you can begin to cultivate this energy of, I don't need you, I want you. And then you operate from that energy because wanting and desiring energy is really fun and exciting and open, but needing energy is quite contracted and dense. Being in the energy of gratitude and joy and fun and unconditional love are such powerful energetic vibrations and in the process of manifesting, you guys know this, but it's about raising your vibration. If you're spending all of your time in this needy lack energy while you're trying to manifest more money into your life, you're really energetically contradicting your efforts to bring in this manifestation. So really have a think about how you can change your energy towards your money manifesting and how can you cultivate more joy, more love and gratitude for the life that you have right now. Gratitude is a superpower. Gratitude is a super attractor. If you can really take the time to find gratitude for all the money that you have right now and all the things that you do have and the experiences that you can have and make the most of that, you will effortlessly attract more money into your life. When we spend time in this stuck, needy energy and we feel really resentful and angry and disappointed in the life that we have, we can only attract in more of those thoughts and more of those experiences. 
And it's okay to desire to be somewhere else without hating where you're currently at. And I know for some people, like you deeply desire to be out of the situation that you're in and you're not enjoying it. And I understand that. I have totally been there before. But you're not going to enjoy the ride to where you're going next if you can't get yourself out of this really um, dark place of hating your current position in life. Try and find the smallest moments to feel grateful Try and find the smallest pockets of joy and love and fun and cultivate a higher vibration within you so that you can collapse time between where you are now and where you want to be. I think that I am going to leave it at that. I hope that you have taken some insights and had some light bulb moments and have an idea of perhaps where you're energetically contradicting yourself in your money manifestation journey and have a bit of a plan about where you can go and what you can do to begin taking action on this. I have loved talking about this topic so, so, so much and I'm so grateful to all of you who have tuned in today and who are listening. Please let me know if you have any comments or feedback. You can connect with me on Instagram if you need a little bit more support in this because I would love to help you guys out. And unfortunately, at the moment, all my bookings are closed. Well, I'm so, so, so grateful for that. It's actually amazing, but it is unfortunate because I would love to be able to work with more of you. I am going to be releasing over the next few weeks a whole library um, or slowly releasing a whole library of healings and activations and masterclasses that you can do yourself in your own time so that you're able to experience some of the energy and magic if you're not able to work with me in a one-to-one capacity. So it's pretty special being able to offer that to you all and I cannot wait to have those online. So yeah, you guys can get into them and um, start your healing journey or continue your healing journey, enhance it, whatever it is. I hope that you have a beautiful day or night wherever you are in the world and I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website, www.theenergiaexperience.com.au. I cannot wait to see you next time. I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.